This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Welcome to episode 66 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. I'm John Ando. I'm a filmmaker, and along with me is my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. She is a customer service pro as well as has a side hustle of a cupcake business, hence why we are called Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. So today uh, you are actually in the process. I had to pull you away from making a birthday cake that is purple. Purple and pink. It's uh, two ladies sharing a birthday party, and they didn't basically want to pay for two cakes. (laughs) So we went with one, so why we have purple and pink. And it's, uh, what's it, the innards is? Um, It is two layers of vanilla with one layer of chocolate. Excellent. It's kind of a stock basic cake. It Basically, I just am waiting for my client because I bought a banner to go on it. That is really more for an eight-inch cake, and this is yeah. only a six-inch cake, and it's not hanging properly, so I didn't put it on. So you need answers. I always need answers. So, you know, you remember the old eight ball that you'd shake with water in it, it would say different answers to questions? Yes, and do you realize they have an app for that? Yeah, it's not the same. Well, but Grace you, apparently has it on her you, her you, phone, you, and it doesn't work. You, you can shake well, it. You, yeah, that's the point. You need to have that water sound and that glug, 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 glug oh, sound. I see. Okay. Well, we have the better we have the better part of a uh, an, a question eight ball or whatever those we things do. are called. We yes, do. We do have an eight ball. We have Terry Dismore, our good friend, joining us today. Terry, how you doing? Hey there, John and Angel. Hey, so I'm doing good. So you went from the eight ball to the goofball. Is that what you're saying? Something like that. Exactly right. Well, this is the whole segue construction here is that we're setting the fact that Terry, who we've known for years, now has a new podcast, and we're here to promote that, and it's called Quiz the Diz. Love the title. Absolutely. Oh, thank you very much. So is it kind of like you are our new uh, question eight ball or whatever it's called? I can be the uh, I can be the eight ball in your in your question pile there if you want to. Just don't shake me too hard because. So basically, you, could, you can ask Terry what they should have on their on the birthday cake. Cool. I, is he's like the new four one one? Yeah. Or the old four one one? Hello. I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Thanks, Angel. I oh, you're welcome, that. sweetheart. I, I can hear you. You know, I oh. may be in a different part of town, but I can hear you. Whoops. <laughs> so Terry, why did you start a podcast? Well, a lot of it's because of you and Angel because oh, we would sit around the your table idea. there. I know. Don't blame you. Right. <coughs> Sorry, I just decided to choke. Hey, by the way, on podcasts, it's not good to cough, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I'll blow, Rona. My, I'll blow my nose uh, anyway, in a minute. You, what'd you say? I'll blow my nose in a minute. <laughs> Thank you. It's great. I apologize. I just was talking along. Uh, you can edit that. I can, but I probably won't. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. So why did I start Quiz That Is? Well, I wanted a podcast because every time we would sit at the table with you guys, You'd be like, you all need a podcast. And um, so Nay has joined me. She's my announcer. Yes. I'm the announcer in the family. She's my announcer on the podcast. Nice. And then um, over the years, I found out through various and sundry ways that I just liked answering people's questions. No matter what they were, either I would come up with an answer, I would find out the answer, or I would know somebody that had it. So um, that's kind of where it came from. And, and the initial episode that's uh, available is... Um, we're starting out with just why I feel like I can answer questions. We spent, for instance, 13 years, uh, teaching Sunday school in a, in a class setting that was senior highs and they could ask any question they wanted and we'd answer it out of the Bible. And that didn't matter. And that age group, they are going to ask any question they want. Yes. We had questions that ran the gamut of, can I get a tattoo to, uh, what about premarital sex to who should I vote for? 
you know, I'm like, well, you're 16, you can't for, vote for anybody, but let's talk about that to why is Christianity right? And we feel everybody else is wrong, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, I answered them, we answered them on the fly. It was mostly me leading, but nay, I mean, she has a great deal of knowledge. So uh, we just would answer them like that. And then we would tease it out with people as we went, finding out, are we answering the question that you expected us to answer? Or are we answering something different? Gotcha. And then uh, just in consulting, uh, I've been doing that for 20 years now, practically, and uh, would find out that people would ask you questions that you didn't expect to answer. The other side of that coin is I would ask them questions they didn't expect. And um, one of the things I tell some of my clients is, you know, you're going to cry. I just want you to know that because <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question you didn't expect. Everybody has a different motivation and a different mission with a podcast. Uh, some people, it is a marketing tool of their business. Yep. Uh, other people, it's it's uh, we call it a hobby. It's let's talk about movies or whatever, and it's just something fun they like to discuss. It's something they like to talk about, which is the I think the most important thing to a podcast is have something you like to talk about. For us, one of our things, and we've been kind of open about it, is Angel and I don't work together in our normal jobs, but we believe at some point our lives will intersect more that we can combine our marketing media and cupcakes uh, professional lives into something that will be something we could use as a business someday. Mm -hmm. And we thought this would be kind of a fun way to kind of explore that out, plus do a podcast. So Terry, what's your motivation? What's what? Uh, what are you trying to do with uh, your, all, your end goal to this? Well, in, in the years past, one of the things I did a lot was public speaking. Um, I, for about a year, right around the time I got married, which is 35 years ago, mm. I spent a year speaking to high school classes uh, about a school that I represented down in Louisville and uh, went all over the state of Kentucky, part of southern Indiana, and just spoke. I didn't speak extemporaneously. I had a, a real live slideshow. And I'm not talking wow. about PowerPoint, the 35 millimeter. Well, yeah. And it was, you know, this was before Bill Gates had thought of PowerPoint or before he bought it. And, uh, so it was like, I did that. So I kind of had a basic outline that I went by, but I had to answer questions and I had to keep a group of teenagers entertained for an hour that really, you know, they're glad they're not doing math in yeah. class or whatever, but they needed to be entertained. So, um, I feel like it's a calling that I've uh, let go because hmm. uh, I'm pretty good with an audience. Usually uh, most of them don't get up and leave. So, you know, that's a good thing. That's good. And, <laughs> and, uh, you going somewhere, Angel? I thought um, about leaving, but you know, I decided to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why don't we uh, go ahead and, and see how good Terry is? Why don't we quiz the Diz and, uh -oh. and we do that? So you, you, uh, you have, you have a question, uh, in the audience, Angel? Me, 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 okay, me. Okay, go ahead. Well, how about the beautiful lady over there on the right? Let me ask uh, your question, ma'am. So, situation. You are a manager of a retail store. An individual is supposed to show up for work, and they don't. What do you do? What do you say to that person when you get a phone call after your store's been open, not well, after your store should have been open for an hour and find out from a customer that it's not. What that's would you a, do? That's not a good thing. No. Well, for one, that didn't start with that person that day. Mm. That started with that person earlier. And um, they feel some um, ability to blow off what they're doing. 
usually. Yeah. Now, I have heard of people that get hired and just never show up to the first day. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> yes. That's usually a hiring problem. Mm -hmm. But if you've got somebody that's been working for you for a while and doesn't show up, uh, first of all, it's usually a communication problem on the manager's part because they haven't made sure that that person knows they're supposed to be there the next day. Posting a schedule is not enough. You need to know, first of all, do you know you, you're opening tomorrow? And you usually check that the next day. I do. Uh, secondly, it is, did the person oversleep? You know, that's a, that's a possibility, mm -hmm. but they've got to know the importance it is to you as a manager, as a leader, as an owner, that that store be open when you say it's going to be open. Um, there is some talk today about people that are, you know, well, that's just not in uh, the work ethic is not in the millennial generation. And I call BS on that Barbara Streisand because <laughs> the ones that I know that work and that want to work show up and they show up, but they have to believe in what they're doing. It used to be, we believed in a paycheck that was enough, Yep. but now they've got to believe in what they're doing. So let's say that they've got a cupcake store. Mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting that there's anywhere to buy cupcakes except from you, but I appreciate let's that. just pretend mm -hmm. you're welcome. But let's say they've got a cupcake store and they're supposed to open at nine o'clock and they oversleep. Um, there's not a whole lot you can do about that, mm -hmm. but there is a, there is a culture of I'm responsible for that. Mm -hmm. So you want to have a culture of responsibility and the way the culture of responsibility starts is with the owner. Okay. And we see a lot of people that get into franchises, for instance, that get into the franchise to make money, which is okay. I mm -hmm. understand that. As a matter of fact, Subway's corporate name is Doctors Associates. Oh my so goodness. Subway was developed as a store to support doctors with another source of income. So you never see a doctor and they're making subs. No. But most of the subways have a fairly good culture of how they've trained and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. So a lot of times, uh, I think franchisees just don't care. Well, you've got to care mm -hmm. and the owner's got to be around some. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would be my answer to that. Okay. There's not really a much you can do about it. If they oversleep. Yep. But if they don't care, there is something you can do about it. Okay. Very good. I Very like it. So here, here's my quiz question for quiz that is. Okay. My car wouldn't start and I had to use a hammer. What did I hit? Your car wouldn't start and you had to use a hammer. What did you hit? And I'd say, first of all, yourself in the head for buying a car that wouldn't start. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, let's see, what did you hit? Probably you would have hit the starter. Bing, bing, bing. Very nice. Wow. That was cool. It's true. Um, the Miata, right after I got everything fixed on it, the starter went. And the only way I could <laughs> get it out of the garage was to hit it with a hammer, which is, it, there is a reason for that. It, it There's brushes and such electric, you know, things going on. You hit it and it typically kind of makes it wake up long enough that you can get it started a few more times. And <laughs> very well, awesome. Very good. If you're having to start your car with, you know, you're a redneck. If you have to start your car with a hammer. hammer. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, that'd be a good Jeff Oxworthy joke. Yeah. Well, there was a, some, uh, there, there was other related stories of that, but we, we don't have, we don't, we don't have time for that today. We don't have time for that. No. So uh, Terry, what, what do you hope, who do, uh, who is going to benefit from the quiz that is podcast? Well, uh, I don't mean to be selfish, but first of all, me, just because it gives me an opportunity to answer people's questions, and I love doing that. 
I took a disc profile. You know what a disc profile yeah, is? You've heard that. One of our first episodes, we did the disc profile we on did. our show. And uh, I took it, and I'm a high eye. I'm like 99% eye. So I'm very gregarious, mm-hmm. as you all know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm 67% C, which is they never go together. C is where you're really organized mm-hmm. and you follow procedures and all that. Now, you all know me. <laughs> I'm always trying to break the rules. Right. But I never break the rules. You know, I'm coming close. And so um, you question the rules if the rules are benefit a benefit yeah. to us or not, which is, I think, always a good thing to do. But I, when somebody saw that, there's a guy that I know that's a disc expert. That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you really like standing in front of an audience and asking questions or answering questions? I'm like, yes. And I'd never thought about it before, but I do. I love it. And so if I could have a show or a stage show or anything like that, where I was doing that, I'm going to get stumped occasionally. Frankly, when John, when I started answering your question, uh, the only thing that came to mind was my smart aleck answer. (laughs) And then I thought, oh yeah, the starter would probably be hung up. Yep. 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 So, well, you um, you make a fabulous host or a guest on Hollywood squares. Then mm -hmm. that was always the, (laughs) the classic. I'm afraid I wouldn't be a Paul Lynn. No, no one, no one could be quite a Paul Lynn, but you know, (laughs) it's, but yeah, you know what? It, it you know, you and I know a, a great guy, an entrepreneur, a pastor who says, you know, people pay to have problems solved or you know, questions answered, and that always where that's always where your problems begin to get solved when you start asking questions. And I think, uh, you know, in this day and age, there there are so many problems, and everything is presented a problem uh, in our culture anymore. It's like nothing can be okay. Everything has to be something is wrong, something is offensive, something is mm-hmm. broken. So to have answers in this day and age, uh, I think it's refreshing. So Well, thanks. Well, where do you get your questions? Are these questions that people are going to send to you? Are they going to email you? Where where do said questions come from? Well, I have a, um, I have a website that I'm still developing. You know, it's interesting. I thought I'm just going to wait until everything's ready and start the podcast. And I'm like, if I don't start the podcast, I'm not going to no, get ready. Correct. Sometimes you just have to jump. Mm-hmm. So John has given me some information on a, uh, on a link that I can use to record people's questions. I'll be out in public with people and I'll say, Hey, have you got a question for the quiz that did this podcast, which the next episode, next couple of episodes is a friend of mine that asked me a question about how to manage a, a team. Oh. He's a realtor. And he said, how do you manage a team? And so I've used his question. That's good. Um, uh, then uh, part of it is going to be an answer to a question. John's going to help answer that. He didn't know that yet, but oh, okay. John's going to help answer that question. Because I will tell you what you run into is people that don't realize that there are several different types of people, but you can really uh, put them down into two different types. One are creatives and the others are worker bees. Mm-hmm. And a creative you cannot manage, and a worker bee you cannot lead. You have to you have to manage worker bees and and uh, lead creatives. And if you try to do one to the other, uh, it's not going to work out well. Well, that's, you may think it will, and consultants will tell you it does, but it does. Well, you know, that, but that's a great point. One of the the books that uh, I I've always recommended it's on Audible's Creativity Inc. It's written by one of the founders of Pix, uh, Pixar. And it's one of the best books uh, as far as leading creative people I've ever read. And, uh, and it's in more and more in the world we live in, and especially now in the post-COVID pandemic world where we are working from home, 
uh, and people are being forced to be more creative and more uh, responsible for their time. I do think they're, that everybody's taking a little bit more on that, that I am creative, My even if you're just doing and you know, forgive me if you're an accountant, but account accountants get creative in a different way than maybe an artist does. But they're creative; they have to think outside the box. So I always say everybody can be creative, but there are certain jobs that are a little bit more where you are just you're processing, you're processing. And uh, what would you say to people right now that are that are you know in this, um, and they're maybe in managing? I know we've discussed this several times with some work situations we've been dealing with with some friends where uh, there's control issues because the boss wants everybody back in the building and the building uh, is perfectly happy being back home and doing their work there. What would your suggestion be to, to, uh, into an environment like that? Well, I think the first thing you've got to understand is what is your desire as a boss to have everybody back? Is it that you have a more creative environment or is it that you have a more controlled environment? Uh, sometimes having a bunch of people together gives you more creativity and sometimes it just gives you more control. I've worked for places like that. I think probably all three of us have worked for places that are just the only reason you're there. So the boss can keep an eye on you. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a bad thing. You've got to, you've got to fix that first. If you'll notice both answers I've given so far have come, the top has to be fixed first. You can't fix the problem from the bottom up. It has to be fixed from the top down. And a lot of bosses don't see it as a problem. Uh, so when you have, you know, going part of what I'm doing in the podcast is talking about um, how our spiritual issues uh, indicate how we solve problems. Mm. And so one of the problems that you've got is most people don't think they have any creativity in them, or right. a lot of people don't. And the fact of the matter is we were made in the, in the image of God, and God is the only other creative being there is. Man and God, the only creative beings you never see. It. I mean, yeah, monkeys will pick up a paintbrush, but I'm talking about really being creative, mm -hmm. taking a taking a raw idea and making it into Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, and, that's the idea. Well, and I and I think too, there's a difference between, and we've all worked with people that you know, as soon as it's four fifty nine, they're out the door because right. they don't like their jobs. And, and, you know, a flip side in, in my world is a lot of times I look up at the clock and it's six o'clock and I will literally go, oh, I really need to stop because I've been at this all day, but I'm really, I'm on a roll. I enjoy my work and so forth and so on. And it's and there. And then there's times where you just get burned out at 459. You got to go home because I want to go home and see the kids. And that's, that's perfectly fine yeah. too. There's, there's a motivational issue. And I think it's, it, that's part of the things that I, 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 have always had to analyze with people is are you leaving because you have a busy life and you love your family and you're leaving right on time? Or is it because you really can't wait to get out of here because you don't like your job? And that's a, that's not good for anyone. If that's the case. No. And there are days when everybody doesn't like what they do for a while. Now, Angel, I've seen you working in the kitchen <laughs> and have tasted the delights of your efforts. Why? Thank you. Yeah, but I know there are days that at three in the morning, you're like, I'm really tired of baking right now. Mm-hmm. I, but there are also yeah. days at three in the morning, you're like, man, these are really good. I want to keep going. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, are it's for your, for podcast, for each podcast, is it going to be a question, a series of questions? Well, uh, I have, I have an answer for that. One is on the ones that are short and quick, I'll probably try to collect 
five or 10 questions that are short and quick answers. Now with John's, I could, I made it short and quick, but I could have gone a little longer on why you have to hit the starter with a hammer yes, and what kind of hammer you hit it with and all that kind of junk. You all know me well enough that, uh, to know I'm going to try to answer the why along with the how. And the other answer to that, Angel, is this. My goal is to have 15-minute podcasts. Oh, okay. No longer. Oh, okay. And so if it takes more than 15 minutes, I'll split it up. And the reason I want 15 is the average travel time for somebody, uh, even though not as many people are traveling to work right now, but the average travel time is 15 minutes. Okay. Or is 20 minutes in Columbus, sorry. About so I want something somebody can pop in and listen to it and it's be about satisfied. 35 minutes if you can't get your car to start. Well, yeah, but you have a hammer, have handy. a hammer handy. So did that answer your question, Angel? I think it did. I just <laughs> Terry's a radio guy. Well, I would listen he, to him read the phone book. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. I a, mean, I don't know. If 15 minutes is going to be enough for me, but it's a phone book. That's fine. Phone book. Come on now. It's a phone book. Well, Ladies yeah, that's, that's, that's the yellow. That's, that's yeah. your that's your question for today. What's a phone book? Um, well, Terry, tell us where we can find the brand new. If you, if you, when you first, uh, you know, open up the podcast, it's going to have that new podcast smell to it. So, what <laughs> well, I'm I'm doing it through um, uh, Buzzsprout. I'm going to do it through that, so you can find it wherever podcasts are sold. So it'll be on uh, Apple and Spotify and all the yeah. other all the other ones that are out there now. So uh, great, and so listen, listen to that. But you'll you'll want to search for Quiz It Is. Yep. And that will get you there. There's your big Q is my is my uh, logo. One other thing, Angel, you asked me a question that didn't fully answer, and that is how do people get me questions? One is I actually have a phone number you can call and leave a message. Oh, wow. 614-382-2582. Okay. You can email it or text it or whatever you want. You I'll, can look it I'll up in the phone book. It might be in the phone book somewhere. It could, and I'll read the phone book to you if you want to. There Angel, you go. But it takes a while. So I just was curious if you had a, a, a email address as well. Someone could reach out to you. I do. It's Terry at quizthediz.com. Wow. Terry at quizthediz.com. Well Somebody done. taught me to get the URL before I started the thing. That's an important thing. Definitely. I don't know who that was, John, but it could have been John. It may have been. By that domain. Well, good luck with the podcast. Yes. I hope when you Thanks. when you have millions of hits uh, in a few weeks and uh, you'll still come and visit us every now and then. I will come and visit you anytime. Cupcakes or no, I'll yes. always come and visit you guys. We love you guys. Yay. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks My for pleasure. being on. You want to know more about our podcast, Marketing Me and Cupcakes, you can find us on uh, both on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. We are working on upgrades to having a website, but... I'm sorry. We've just been too busy to do that. So I'll just do what everybody else does. It's COVID related. We can't get that done right now. <laughs> That's my excuse for everything now. If okay. there's if somebody, when, when, when we found out about our friend's shop that didn't open on time, I said, well, just blame it on COVID because that's the general You call UPS. We're sorry. Due to COVID, your package has been delayed. And you say, okay, I guess it's COVID. So if you know you're at work and you didn't get that report done, just tell your boss, you know what? I think it's COVID, but don't blame that on us. I am not saying a word. Marketing Me and Cupcakes is the name of the show. And until next time, keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.